Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account. They get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruto, Jesse, Blaze coming at you live as the Avs drop this one to the Arizona Coyotes in regulation. Two to one. Uh, yeah, look, I don't think anyone's going to be happy with the result of this hockey game. I think particularly in the third period, we can pick apart some pretty poor play from the Avalanche. But, Chad, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't care. <laughs> I do not care about this game at all. Yeah, the Avs didn't win, and that sucks. But they are still literally the best team in the NHL by multiple points despite losing tonight. You know who else lost tonight? Carolina. I think Vegas also lost. Vegas lost in overtime, I believe. Did they bring it all the way back to overtime? I don't. I, I'd no, have to check. Vegas lost no, five just to in two. Reg, in reg. Okay. So the Flames lost to the Canadians. It's all, the Flames lost to the. Every hockey team loses lots of hockey games. It happens to everybody. The, the Lightning lost five to one. It's a, no. This is this is an issue. Shut the, oh my god. <laughs> They're doomed. They can't. They can't do anything to win. Get out of here! <laughs> you know what's out funny though? Like if you go and look at the advanced statistics, the Corsi for Corsi against, right? Like those are some good statistics to look at at a good game, close game. Excuse me. They Abs are them. fucking awesome yeah. on it. Like it, they look like they just kicked ass for the first two periods of this hockey game. It was not close. The Evs did everything right, but actually put the puck in the net. Yeah. Dude, I mean, look, <laughs> people are competitive, right? You like to win, especially if you're a big sports fan. It typically means you have some level of competitiveness in you. Nobody ever likes to lose, especially to a team that, look, on paper and to your point, Blaze, on the ice tonight, you're the better team then. It sucks. It's disappointing. But but to make it more than, yeah, it kind of sucks and, and disappointing, it's just not, like, it, it, it's just not really, like, I don't want to say based in reality because, again, you're frustrated, I get it, but you lost. You're going to lose games. It's an 82-game season. But How many times this season have we seen the Avs win a game where we say, wow, the other team probably deserved a better fate there? Sure. Yep. This was a night where I didn't think the Avs particularly played well. To me, honestly, I'm in the middle of writing uh, you know, my, my game piece. They looked like they were playing at 75 at 85% a lot of the night, and they were getting away with it for the most part. The pucks weren't going in, but to your point, Blaze, they're controlling play, they're getting shots, they're getting high-danger opportunities, yep. they're drawing penalties. The puck didn't go in. It sucks that they lost, but... And this may be kind of a silly statement here, but like, get rid of the oppo the opponent, and it's still you're like, oh, now they only have what is it, twelve losses? It's just eleven, eleven, right. yeah. eleven. So it's just in March, right? And now, sure, you can say, like you said, there's a few things that you can see in the third period, and honestly, throughout the game, I thought there were some sloppy moments, maybe some moments where, like you mentioned, a little bit of overconfidence, a little bit of well, we just know we're better than these guys, sure. But it's one game, and we haven't seen this team make a habit out of any of that shit since, what, November 9th or whatever that was? It's just not an issue. It's just not a and problem until it is, and they've shown repeatedly 
this probably isn't going to be a problem. And, and what it comes back to to me is like, hide the scoreboard for one minute and look at this hockey game, especially the first two periods. Yeah. And if you don't know the score, you're like, damn, the Avs are probably kicking this team's ass. Right. But the puck just wasn't going in for him. First of all, credit to Vimelka. Played a great game for Arizona. Really had the only reason Arizona was in this game in the first place was that he was keeping the Avs off the scoreboard. So he deserves some credit. Avs, yeah, you would like to see him finish a little bit better. I don't think there's any doubt on that front. But the, the best team ever in the 82-game era of hockey lost 20 games. <laughs> hockey teams lose all the time. This isn't basketball where you can have a five-loss season. Well, and, and again, I think you said it on the watch-along. Like, how many times have we seen this movie? Good team outplays bad team. Bad team stays in the fight. Bad team scores a goal. Yep. And, and then, again, exactly what I mentioned on the pregame. These are all competitive guys. You're telling me that Carl and Melka didn't look up at the start of the third period and said one-to-one. Holy shit. We can win this. Can win it, yeah. As much as we're saying this game doesn't mean anything for the abs, Carl Vimelka's looking for a job next year. <laughs> this game means a lot to him. And, and so, yeah, he's going he's gonna to step up as much as he can. Got a little bit of goal support. Well, not goal support. They won by one. But, you know, his team gets a lead. That is, that is goal support for yeah. Arizona. <laughs> Vimelka's got a – coming into this game, he had a 900 save percentage. And for the Arizona Coyotes, that's pretty damn good. Yeah, right. yeah. And so, you know, he, he's a competent goaltender. He stepped it up. Like you said, hats off to him. You throw it in the trash, be frustrated about it for a few minutes. McKinnon and Landy got their frustration out in the last couple minutes of the game. <laughs> and, and you move on. You got a good opponent coming in on Saturday. Uh, again, don't just don't make this a habit. You can have games like this. Everybody at any level, youth, junior, high school, AAA, beer league, everybody has games like this. Yep. Everybody You've has games like this. experienced a game like this well, like, if you like, played sports in your life. So what I'm hearing <laughs> is that I already if, hate what you're going to say. If that I'm the eighth seed in the West, I'm going out and I'm acquiring as many players from the Yotes <laughs> yeah. as I can, right? Because right. obviously... Because they're better the than the Avs. Yeah, it's the Avalanche Crips tonight. The, like they can't, they can't win against them. How, how do you not view this as like game three of the first round of the bubble in in twenty twenty? Like it's exactly what it is. You yeah. look at this game and you go like, wow, Arizona sucks, but that was great goaltending. Crazy that they won that game. And, <laughs> like this is totally the game where if this was a multi game series against Arizona, you're like, yeah. Yeah, it's probably dropped seven on this team tomorrow <laughs> right. yeah. night. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I equate this game to the avalanche being that kid when you're at a campfire that starts jumping over the fire. <laughs> Jesus. Right? This is the avalanche right now in the last few games. They're just jumping over their fire. They look pretty cool. So they're like, cool, I'm going to throw a 360 into uh -huh. it and <laughs> land right in the fire. Yeah. And that's basically what the abs did tonight is they 360 into a fire that they couldn't get out of. <laughs> And then, and then they were burning. Yep. So it is uh, and, what it is. Again, Arizona, they get up for a game like this. Yeah. They know that you, they all have DraftKings on their phone. They see where the odds are. You've got some talented guys over there. These are all, how many times do we say it? These are all NHLers. Right. Clayton Keller's a good player. Yep. Uh, you know, regardless of how you feel about him, Phil Kessel, good player. Carl Vimelka played very well. 
Like, you've got good, legitimate NHLers over there. They get up for these games, and when you find yourself in a game because you've gotten some help for your netminder, it's easy to get up for that next period. Yep. It's just, it's it's really just it, not that big it, of a deal, it, man. The gap between the best team in the NHL and the worst team in the NHL was on display here in the fact that it isn't very much on any given night. Yep. Any NHL team can beat any other NHL team. I mean, look at last night. Toronto lost to Buffalo. Yeah. Every 5-1. Five five one. One. It wasn't close. <laughs> it wasn't even, yeah, that game was outrageous. Every single NHL team, I guarantee you, I don't care whether you go look at Florida, Carolina, Vegas, whoever you want to look at, every single NHL team in the league is going to have a handful of bad losses to bad teams because that's what hockey is. Yeah. You literally just lose sometimes. I, I really, like, I, I just really didn't have an issue with the way that the abs play. Again, a little bit of sloppiness, I, stuff I, you'd like to see They're a little up. lackadaisical I didn't like the third period. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. first yeah. two periods, I don't know what you ask for other than score. But again, like, like it's it's like I didn't really like the third period. Right. I don't hate it. Sure, sure. And, 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 and you know, Franco's meh, fine, meh. But I, it's just... See, I disagree with this take from Derek that at the bottom. He's complaining about the power play. Yes, they didn't score tonight, but it really wasn't that bad. They generated quality opportunities. Again, the puck just didn't go in. Then that happens. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the only thing that I could really say frustrated me in this game was I thought they had some poor shot selection yeah. in the first 40 minutes. There's a couple plays where I thought they made it easy for Vimelka to get into a rhythm. Yeah. He saw some pucks, and then again, like I said, he... He started feeling it a bit, and he just really settled in. That would maybe be my only gripe, but even that, I'm over it pretty quick because th this team is just, I mean, they're, they're, they've played so much good hockey that to have one game where you're like, ah, this completely ruins everything. Like, you know, you made the comment after the game, Rudo, where you were like, uh, if, you know, if they beat Calgary, this doesn't even matter. Yeah. I'm already at the point. This game's been over for like 11 minutes, and I'm like, <laughs> it already doesn't matter. It's already over and done with. It, and this isn't even the game. Like, you're, you get to the end of the season. Let's create the fantasy scenario where the Avs miss out on the President's Trophy by two points. This is not even in, maybe not even in the top five games that come to mind of the games right. they lost. Like, not even recently. Like, if you have issues with games, have an issue with the Boston game. Yep, where they just get blown out. Yep. Before that, you have the two Columbus games early in the year sure. where you're like, you should have won both of those and you ended up getting, taking the L in both. Yep. And this is a game where it's like, eh, you know, they could have played better. They played pretty sure. well, and things just didn't go their way. I, I just don't think it's that complicated of a situation. And 100%, if you're the guy sitting there going, wow, this game sucked. If you're AJ, this is super frustrating, and I expect better. Reasonable to a certain extent. But also, have a short-term memory. Yeah. There's no need to dwell on this loss well, for any reason. I want to touch on the President's Trophy thing. Do you have anything that you're wanting to do? You need to no, do go for it. You're good. So, because that was something that AJ mentioned where he's like, you know, if you're really serious on the, on the watch along, hope you all tuned in. You know, if you're really serious about, you know, winning the President's Trophy, I'll be honest, I don't think they care about that. <laughs> I, I, I really do. Like, I, I mentioned it on a pod a few weeks ago. What has made this season, and, and I, I'm always cautious about saying this because you know, every you know every year for the, the Maple Leafs, it's 
this team's different. This, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not wanting to get too much there, but what, what has felt a little bit different about the process of this team, last year, the President's Trophy seemed really important. They played guys in games where maybe they were a little banged up. Yeah. And, and you know, they, they maybe overextended Grubauer a little bit down the stretch because they winning the President's Trophy meant something to them, especially because they were looking at Vegas saying, we, would, we want home ice against them. And to me, look at Tampa, right? They have that unbelievable season where they almost break the record yeah. uh, for what you're saying, you know, most and wins. And then dropped in the first round. And then they got round. swept yeah. in the first round. And what has changed for Tampa in the last couple of years? They're always near the top in the East. They're always a top team. But you don't hear them talking about by all the that. Blue Jackets, by the way. Right, right, right. <laughs> Matthew Shane and company. Um, you know, you just you don't hear them talk about that stuff. They don't focus on – the yeah. regular season awards. I think last year was like a kind of a, a splash of cold water in the face where it's like, yeah, all that stuff is awesome. And if you and if and if the president's trophy falls into your lap because you're just that good, great. But I don't think they care about that. I think they care about understanding who they are, playing uh, to their system, following their process. And you know, I heard you mention it, Rudo, on on the watch along of figuring out what they need to bring every night. There has been like a little bit of a feeling out process to some of these games that they've been in. And I think that's part of what's contributed to some of these comeback wins is, all right, what are they bringing? What do we need to bring? Where where do we have to match? Where can we, uh, you in know. In-game adjustments. Right, yeah. where can yeah. we make adjustments and, and win games in ways that we need to? It's why you're seeing Jared Bednar mess with the lines. It's probably why Val Nachushkin has sat out these last couple games. It's a little bit of a tweak. Yeah, sit him out. If this was the playoffs, he'd be playing one hundred percent. And and I, I just, I just think that's more of what this team's focus is. Yeah, it's great to win the Presidents Trophy. Obviously, the points aren't completely meaningless. You need to still win games. You're not gonna, like AJ said, you're not gonna get into the playoffs with eighty four points. But I just think I, they're more worried about their process and how they respond to games like this than the actual result of this. Particular They're not going to get in a playoffs with 84 points. There are 27 yeah. games left. You know, if, Jesse, this might shock you. Sorry to stop No, go, here. go, go. But I'm going to disagree with you on the whole okay. president's thing. Like, About it the, not mattering? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I 100% uh, excuse me, 100% think 100%. that it matters a lot to these guys because like we talked about in the pregame show, they're ultra-competitive. Yeah. And they want to win, and they want to show everybody it's like, yeah, we're the best team in the regular season, and mm -hmm. we're going to be the best team during the playoffs. Yeah. Like, this one, like, 100% hurts the ego. Oh, for sure. In the long run, you're right. It doesn't matter, right? right. Like, this is a forgettable game. Yeah, and, and, and you're 100% correct. And, and I, I shouldn't say that I don't think it matters to them if they win the President's Trophy or not. But, again, I just I just look at the way that, like, they talked about it a lot last year. Yeah. We want to win the President's Trophy. It's a goal of ours. And I just think that this year's team has higher aspirations than that. You're right. They're ultra competitive, and I think, I think that's a great way of putting it. I mean, you could see the look on McKinnon's face through the blood. <laughs> at the end there, this, this is a damage to the ego. Yeah. Fuck me. We lost the last two games of the year against this team. We lost them both. Like, son of a bitch. It definitely hurts. But I just think that it's going to be one of those things that when they're on the plane, I'd be willing to bet anything they're already over it, looking ahead to Calgary, For sure. real tough opponent, closest team to them, or maybe not in the West, but, I, you know, I, up that's there. A, I think it is Calgary. Yeah. yeah. That, uh, and, and 
So I think you're right, but I think they are just at the point where it's like they're able to move on quicker than maybe they would have been last year. Yeah, I think you hit on hit something right there. Is like they're playing Calgary on Saturday, right? Saturday, yep. This is a real test. That's a Calgary, huge game right? that yeah. you're going to see a team that gets up for it, right? Like if they don't, then there is issue that we should be talking about. But when you're playing in Arizona. The mindset's totally different. That's a right. fun. We're going to the desert. Right, we're right, gonna right. go screw around, and then we're gonna it's play just a team that we're gonna beat. Right? Yeah, it just happens. You 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 don't want it to happen, right? You want them to be a professional about every game, but that's just not realistic for a hockey team that has to play eighty two games. Eighty two games. It, I do want to talk about that McKinnon situation a little bit more, but first we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. You can head on over there and use code DNVR to get dope odds boosts every single day. They have a bunch of ridiculous bets that you can bet on. Uh, wouldn't recommend betting on the abs against Arizona very often, just not because they lost, but just the general feel of getting terrible odds all the time <laughs> on teams that, on the surface, the abs are expected to beat, right? Yeah. But you can go over there. You can sign up for a new account with code DNVR. Right now, if you bet $3 on the main event of, uh, is it UFC 270? I forget the 272. number. 272. 272. Thank you. You can get $150 in free bets if you pick the winner of the main event. So be sure to jump on that. Get in there. Get your basically free money to play with. And then do the Blaze thing and bet it all on Kale McCarter when the Calder. Or not the Norris. Sorry. Norris, not the yeah. Calder. Uh, Fuck it. Maybe they give him the Calder Why anyways. not? Just throw <laughs> all the hardware at him. If you're a believer in, in Dom from The Athletic, maybe throw some money on Miko to win the heart. I mean, <laughs> it's out there. It's all I'm saying. You can get in on all these bets on DraftKings as well as a bunch of other nonsense level bets. You can bet on all sorts of craziness from cornhole to darts to old men playing ping pong in Russia. Whatever you want to bet on, it's an option at DraftKings. So go over there. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And, of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. DraftKings is an official sports betting partner of a lot of leagues, including the NBA, the UFC, all that jazz. So get over there. And if you actually want to watch the Avs when you bet on them, Avaca TV has you covered for that. It's a great deal, only 25 bucks a month and super easy to get in on. It's not like all of the sailing, the high seas that you have to do right now. Comcast can't help you out. DirecTV, it's really expensive. Avaca, you just plug it into your TV like a normal TV receiver, and you have altitude right there. You click on your remote. It's up on your TV. You're watching the abs, the nuggets, whatever it is, even the Rockies. They have AT&T Sports Network when baseball returns. So they got you covered for all your local sports. Cannot recommend it enough. It's a super great service. It's super easy, especially for people like my parents who maybe don't want to go through all the hoops that it takes to illegally stream a hockey game. You can get it legally, you can get it on your TVs, and it's not difficult. So go check out Avaca TV today and go to avaca.tv slash DNVR to let them know we sent you over there. While you're at it, get yourself a DNVR annual membership with some of the money you save. 
It's a great time to get over there. We have a ton of pieces over there, whether it's uh, Jesse's power rankings or around the league. You can also check out our features. We have one uh, from Jared Bednar that's been up for a little while right now. That is genuinely a must read from everyone. You can also check out Megan's pieces over there on all of the Eagles and the Avs upcoming prospects. P.S. I heard there's a there might be a cool piece in the works coming soon on Oscar Olison. So you're going to want to check that out. It's a great time. You can also get a free shirt with an annual membership. So if you want the all hail kale or any of our other amazing shirts on the abs beat, get on it. And so at, at what point are we just going to like, we want to do a cadre shirt chat. We do, but maybe we can appease everyone and just do a cadre robe. Oh my God. Don't even say that. <laughs> I'll order 10. <laughs> I'm what? just saying you can please everyone. In one go. What's with the robe? It, there's What's a, with the robe, he says? There's a very vocal... Wait, do, you guys wear, do you guys actually no, wear them? never once have I I've worn got a two. robe. I've got two robes. Of course you do. Plush. <laughs> of course. Very luxurious. Yes, yeah. I can bet. <laughs> I'm imagining right now in my mind's eye what this is. I'll wear it next time. Instead, <laughs> yeah. of, instead of hoodie, no shirt, I'll go robe, oh, no shirt. Oh, my God. Wow. That's He'll a wear a robe. Yeah, I'll wait. wear jorts. It'll be a hell of a podcast. Maybe it'll, I'll talk to Val and Chief and see if I can get a gold chain. There you go. <laughs> now <laughs> you're talking. Uh, anyway. Here's a stat. <laughs> that This will definitely calm everyone down. <laughs> Worst team in the Western Conference, Arizona Coyotes, have five points against only one team this year. It's the Avs. And it's the Avs. <laughs> That's going to calm people down? That was, cool. yeah. Well, and just like this is another thing that I do feel like you see every year, where it's just like, as you, like as you dig through meaningless stats, you know, really did that like, and it and it happens every year, and this year just happens to be Arizona, yeah. Colorado. Well, yeah. it's you're not afraid of that team if you're in a play in the playoffs, and even if you were, you're not going to have to play them in the playoffs. So who cares? So are you saying that the Yotes have the Avs number? I mean, you, I, I, I would you be concerned if they were going to the playoffs? No, they're the the season series is two one and one. Yeah, that's true. I don't, I true. don't care about this hockey team. <laughs> well, and it's it's also, I mean, seriously, seriously, the Avs looked like they were playing at seventy five percent tonight. Yeah. And they dominated it, it, forty minutes of this hockey right, game. Right, right, like, right. And, and it's just to <laughs> me, it's just human nature. You can be upset about it again. We're all competitive people. It, it sucks that they lost. Like, it's yeah. annoying that they lost to this team. <laughs> Absolutely no doubt. It's just not that big of a it's deal. Not. Yeah. It's genuinely not. What, how much more time do we have on this pod? I don't I, know how I many know. times I can say right? that. We, I got, we got a whole other ad read. <laughs> I, I did want to get to the end of the game. Nathan McKinnon takes a high stick to the face. He's pretty bloodied up. There's a couple of different scrums that go down. Um... How do we feel about this? Are, are we okay with the, the way this game played out? Are we okay with the way the Avs defended themselves? I want to take a couple of different Look, angles If, if here. you took a high stick to the face, Mayo gets McKinnon. Clear chops, yeah. right? Like, you're going to lose your mind. Like, again, you know, we've talked about McKinnon needing to be able to, like, hold his cool. But when you get chopped in the face like that, especially at the end of a game, it's okay to lose your mind and, you know, right. take out some of your frustrations. That's what happens in hockey. Right, right. I, I, I uh, had someone that uh, was an old old manager of mine. 
and her husband played uh, beer league. And so I'd talk to her sometimes. I filled on his team a couple times. And she would uh, tell me, she's like, oh, it's so funny. Like, these guys, you know, fights, you know, break out. And I'm like, oh, you guys are fighting over nothing. You know, it's not like you guys are playing for anything. It's like, yeah, but it's, it's competitive people. Emotions run high. Some guy sticks you. you stick comes up high. Like, yeah you, yeah, you get pissed. You get frustrated. Especially at this level. They put over 40 shots on net. Again, I didn't love all the shot selection. But Carl Vimelka's stoning you all night. You catch a stick up high with three seconds left when you're you're trying to make one last final attempt at, at, put, at tying a game up. I'd be pissed, especially when you look up and there's no hand in the air. I'd be well, pissed. And I want to put this in a way that it should not be the story of the game. I need you to understand that this had nothing to do with the Avs losing the game. They were in the situation they were in uh, entirely of their own doing. The refs just let this game get out of control in the third period. They just decided they weren't going to call anything, and the Coyotes were just chopping abs down left and right in the third period of this hockey game. It, it's just a reality of what was going on in the third period, and unfortunately, this is what happens when you let that go on. The players are going to police themselves. Yep. Stuff like this is going to break out, and they're going to handle it themselves. So it, it's the room that the NHL put themselves in in this hockey game. What I will say is the Avs had no problems handling themselves and it had nothing to do with Curtis McDermott. <laughs> so why is he in the lineup? Especially uh, if you look at his time on ice as well. I was just looking at this right here. Let's see. Oh, sorry. I was just looking at his time Amateur. on ice. Amateur. I know. <laughs> Sorry. So bad. Four minutes, 55 seconds on ice. It's taking up a spot. I, and, I, you know, I'm sure he's a great guy. Obviously, they love him in the room. I don't have any problem with him being on the team. But you're looking at this and you're saying, you have Nathan McKinnon throwing hands with guys. You have yeah. Landy getting into scrum. The Avs can handle themselves. Yep. They don't need a guy to, to be the big bully on the ice. Uh, can you do better is my question. Then what? Curtis McDermott. Is there a yeah. person that can slot into that fourth line from the Eagles right now that would have a better chance of maybe establishing himself as a fourth line? I mean, I mean, you also have to keep in mind, no Val Nichushkin tonight. Yep. Sure. I think him, I think McDermott staying in the lineup last week in favor of Joe Sanabe Kubel. I think that was very deliberate. Like, kind of, look, I mean, you guys you guys know. The players know who's good and who's not. Yeah. Curtis McDermott is very well aware of where he falls in the hierarchy of talent on this team. He's, a, he's an awesome guy. I root for him every day. I mean, dude, I mean, he, he, he works his ass off. No doubt. He was the last one off the ice at practice yesterday by about 40 minutes. He stays out there and he, he works. He's a good dude. I, I, I'm, I'm not in the business of, of, you know, trashing on the guy. But but they're all well aware, right? They, they all know, including Curtis McDermott, that at full health and when everyone on this team is going, he is the odd man out in the lineup. And I think that was a bit of a message that, that Bednar was sending last week that, hey, the effort that guy's putting in is I value more than what we're getting out of you, Tyson Jost. When it comes time to, to go to, to, to start playoffs, one, this roster may look a little different anyways. 
And two, I, I would be surprised if he was in, and I would honestly even be surprised if he was the first guy kind of, you know, 13, using air quotes here off whatever, the bench. Yeah. Right. I, I, I think there are a couple guys with the <coughs> Eagles that they would plug in instead. But right now, he works hard. Um, and, and even though he's not the one actually mixing it up, there is just a teeny tiny little bit of that deterrent factor that he's right here. He's right here if we feel like we need him. Now, part of my argument for all the people that say the Avs need to be like tougher to play against is exactly what you're saying. I don't think they need Curtis McDermott. Like, they've got some tough customers as it is. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just... Well, listening to other podcasts uh, around the league... Last year, that was kind of the narrative, right? Like they're too soft. To play they're against. too soft. This year, it's kind of changed. Even I, with McDermott in there, regardless of McDermott, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like uh, this isn't a team you want to mess with because you know they can light it up on the scoreboard. If that's not happening, they're fine mixing it up in the corners as well. So I don't think that's the narrative really this year. I think for Avs fans, that might be something that's stuck around. Um, but like, if you listen to other teams talk, it's not an easy team to play against. Yeah, no, they're 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 heavy. They play hard. I mean, Taylor Hall straight up said himself, "I spent sixty minutes looking over my shoulder, <laughs> and it showed." It did. You know, and 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 yeah, Curtis McDermott was in on some of that, but he was absolutely not the only one. This is a tough team to play against. They've and and this kind of goes back to what I was talking about earlier when we were having the president's trophy conversation. They understand they they really seem like they understand themselves better this yeah. year. I, I really do think that these last two playoff years have had a real impact on them. The bubble and then last year's uh second round loss to Vegas. Uh it it just really seems like they they get it. They understand what it is that they haven't done or haven't been good enough, good at enough the last couple of years. And I think that's part of it. I think the McDermott thing is there because, I mean, like, we saw the fight with Reeves and we saw the fight with Delorier. Dude can scrap. Like, oh, when, yeah. when, when, he, when he gets someone to go with him, I wouldn't want to fight him. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, now Dude, I'm also, I wouldn't want to step on the ice with him. He, yeah, he yeah, dunked me at every turn. I'll say, I'm now like, I'm also 5'7. Like, Five nine on skates first thing in the morning on a really good day, you know, and but you know what I'm saying, like yeah, there is that little bit of of the intimidation factor of like, hey, whenever you if you guys really want to do that, he's right here, and he's wired to go. I mean, that's one thing that I have heard about him is that he's just like a little bit, you know, he's got like the twitch in his eye a little. He's just a got that psychotic. Yeah, look for yeah, sure. yeah. Um, but it, it's just it's. They'll find something better to take up those minutes, but yeah. as of right now, especially when you got guys out of the lineup, I, I think Jared Bednar's fine having a little bit of that intimidation factor. Let's let's talk about the major positive of the game here. King of the game, the only goal scorer for the Avs and Devon Taves. The Avs defense keeps shining through when it comes to the production. You know, not going to go down as one of the highest danger opportunities for the Avs tonight, but. Sometimes you have to rely on shots like this to beat a goaltender who's hot. You get bodies in front, you get a good shot, it goes in the net. Uh, Taves now 11 goals on the season. Uh, I don't... I'm, dude's just a machine, right? Like, what do you oh, even yeah. say? I mean, 
great. You got some offense from him, but defensively, he was great as well. Yep. It, it, and you look at the metrics every night. Every night, Devon Taves is somehow on the right side of the metrics, and yeah. you're like, I, you don't even you don't tell him anything. You say, go play hockey, bud. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. Good job. Yes. And that's the end of the conversation. He's just an actual monster. And, like, genuinely, I'm pretty confident Makar's going to win the Norris, but it would not shock me if Taze was in the top five. Should be. Yeah. Should be in the conversation. Uh, Makar definitely needs to win that Norris trophy, though. <laughs> Not just for everybody else. Personally, for me. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it downstairs, Blaze. It Barring something happening, I'm not even going to float out into the universe. I, as good as Victor Hedman is, he's having a really good year. Yep. Um, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago that like every every year there's a couple awards where it just and I think Igor Shosturkin is that with the Vesna. I mean, he's yeah. having a great year, but he could fall apart down the stretch here, and he's probably still going to win the Vesna. Yeah. Sometimes it just kind of seems predetermined, predestined. This seems like Kale McCarr's year. Yep. Yep. I agree. It, it's gonna. You know, it was Adam Fox last year. It yeah. very easily could have been. You. It was a great argument for Kale McCarr. Yeah. But it was Adam Fox's year. And yep. barring injury to McCarr, I think it's gonna be yep. real tough to take it away from him. Yeah, like, I agree. It, I just don't know how you do it, but is what it is. We are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, so you can pour one out for whoever doesn't win the awards this year. Go get yourself an Avalanche Amber Ale. It's delicious. I had a couple on the show of the watch along tonight. You know I love them. You know you can get them down here at the DNVR bar. You can also get them at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online to find them. And anytime the Avs are playing, have a Breck Brew in your hand. If they score two goals in the first period and keep your receipt, send it over to breckbrew.com. They will give you a beer on them. So free beer, watching Avs hockey, that's just the best thing you can do with your time. Also brought to you by Green Mountain Dental Group. They are the best family dentist in the Denver metro area over in Lakewood. I don't how is that a short drive for you, Jesse? I don't know where you live. Green actually. Mountain Dental? Yeah. Uh, no, it's actually a far drive, and that's how good they yeah. are. I'm willing to travel a great distance <laughs> to get there because they are that good, for real. So there you go. Get on over there. Uh, Jesse has mentioned it. They take care of you extremely quickly. They'll get you in and out super fast for whatever you have to take care of. They also give you reminders of when you have your appointments and all of those dates that are important. They just, they, they're great at what they do. They take care of you top to bottom. Cannot recommend them enough. Get over to Green Mountain Dental Group when you get a cleaning, x-ray, and exam with them. They'll give you a free Sonicare toothbrush just for taking care of your teeth. So jump on that. Also big sports fans. They always yeah. always talking abs when they want to go in, in there. And, yep. uh, yeah, no, it's just overall great experience. Uh, also, with Breck Brew, we are giving away tickets to the game on Saturday night, thanks to Breck Brew, the 5th. Go over to Instagram. You can see the rules on our Instagram, DNVR underscore sports. All you have to do, get up in your best Avs merch, whether it's an Avs jersey, maybe some DNVR merch, you got a Breck Brew hat, whatever you want. Get in your best outfit for the Avs. Get on your Insta, post to your story, tag at Breck Brew and at DNVR underscore sports for your chance to win tickets to the game against Calgary on Saturday night. 
It's going to be a blast. Get down there. Go enjoy an Avalanche game. I think everyone on this panel is expecting a pretty good response from the Avs against oh, Calgary. Yeah. yeah. I mean, can I can I win that? <laughs> Am uh, I allowed to win that? I don't I don't know. I'd let you win it, please. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> I that. I feel like you could just ask for tickets at this point, probably. <laughs> I mean, that's a game to go to. It, it should be a good one, yeah. genuinely. I, I'm looking forward to it. So, good game to get tickets to. Go enter on Instagram right and now. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We do have two Super Chats to get to here. $5 from William. I'm sick of getting goalied by the Coyotes. I thought when we got Kemper <laughs> it wouldn't happen anymore. Guess I'm wrong. Look, a silver lining, if you're going to have a team that goalies you, one that's irrelevant is probably a good team for it to happen against. I don't know. I mean, as a goalie, do you just want to go to Phoenix because you get shelled every night, so <laughs> you just get better because you're getting shelled? I mean, the Avs had 43 shots on net, right. right? So, like, obviously it wasn't something where they just weren't, you know, producing. It's They just yeah. couldn't finish. Didn't didn't get ones to go in the back of the net. Yeah. It is what it is. Vegas currently holding down the last wild card spot in the Western <laughs> Conference by one point. They set one point ahead of Dallas, who's in ninth. Gonna wow. be tight. Gonna be a tight March and April, folks. Not for the Avs, but for some teams. I mean, down there, there's a lot of teams oh. that could strike. You're gonna be scrapping yeah. every single night for sure. If you're Vegas Just, and you lose to Arizona, you're hitting a lot more panic buttons than we're hitting tonight. I think for sure. Does Vancouver stay hot? Yeah, they're they're not out of it by any stretch of the yeah. imagination. Uh, and then five one tonight. There Vancouver. you go. Five dollars from real. Did Blaze bet on McKinnon to land over four and a half punches? <laughs> what a I, bet I that would be. I, there should just be a bet fight yes or no in any given game on DraftKings. I would actually love that bet. I think that's kind of sick. The face-off one. That no. was one when I saw it. I was like, all right, you're a degenerate if you're betting on who's winning individual face-offs. <laughs> Here, if you're in game betting, who's gonna win individual face-off face one? Well, that, well, on the live, yeah, yeah, on on the live, and I don't remember who it was the other day. They're they're starting to. There's some new technology that they're introducing where they can literally in real time show the two guys that are skating up what the probability is of who's gonna win the face-off based off their face-off percentages, career that season, all kinds of stuff. And what they were saying, one of the appeals to it is they'll be able to now start integrating it into live betting and i was like yeah. wow it's uh it's wild someone you know sweating at 9 p.m trying to win back their 350 <laughs> bucks on their 11th consecutive face-off <laughs> prediction loss like holy smokes <laughs> it's <laughs> betting is Place. wild out there <laughs> I, I don't know i don't even know what to tell you on that one and and I think seeing Vegas lose tonight, seeing Carolina lose tonight, seeing the Canadians win tonight, it doesn't they even... They beat the Flames, too, yeah, by the way. It so doesn't like, even yeah. feel like the Avs lost any ground tonight. Tampa lost tonight. It's, it's Everybody loses sometimes. And you can ask the Avs to play better, certainly in the third period. I think there was a lot of lazy play. You're asking for a little bit more there. You can ask the Avs to score more. I, I think that's the most reasonable argument of the night is doesn't matter how good you play if you can't finish. Yep. But shit happens. I, I really don't have an in-depth 
explanation of this hockey game and every little point that the Avs need to do this, that, and the other thing better. It's just sometimes things don't go your way. I, I really don't have a ton more to add unless you guys have any final thoughts or something you really I mean, want to touch on. The other thing, this is the hard thing, right? It's like the preparation for a game like this. Um, it's just hard for a team that's in an 82-game season like we've talked about to get up for every, every single, single game. game. And when the opponent is like, yo, this is the best team in the West. Let's show them what's up. Let's show them that we can play hockey. And also, oh, yeah, by the way, I'm auditioning for all the right, other teams right, right, right. right now that might want to ask me to come and go to a playoff run instead of staying in the desert to not get into the playoffs. Like, yeah. they're hockey players. They want to be in the mix, right? So it, it's hard for a team to get up. Now, if the Avs come out on Saturday against Calgary, which they know is a hot team, then you might have some concern if they lose a back-to-back -back series or back-to-back -back game, right? Yeah. But right and, now, and, and I just you just look at it as like the Avs just well, didn't care enough a, a to lot win this of it, game. A lot of it too for me Saturday will be about the effort and not yeah. even yeah. so much of the result. Obviously, sure, sure, obviously, sure. obviously, obviously, you want them to win. Yep. But you want to make sure that they have the effort. That the effort's there. They understand, like you're saying, the moment. But there, you almost wish that Arizona was better because. This has like the underlings of like a little sneaky little rivalry. Yeah. The Avs. If they were good. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like the Avs smoke them in the playoffs in the bubble after what was kind of a fun little run for them where they got out of a round where they weren't expecting to. Uh, you know, they, they benefited from the expanded playoffs play in format. They beat a team they weren't supposed to beat on the back of Darcy Kemper's, you know, standing on his head. They get their heads kicked in for five games against the Avs. Yeah. Um, they had to play them a ton in the COVID-shortened year. Got their heads kicked in a ton. There's the Car Connor Garland thing. These games always seem to get a little nasty. Again, there's a lot of Avs fans in the arena. It's easy to see why errors. And then, and then add in everything that you said. I think everything you said is spot on. Yeah, it's really easy for Arizona to get for this game when you're the Avs. It's like... And the thing to add to that, I think, to the first thing you said, if the Avs, you know, got blown out tonight and shots were 20 to 40 in Arizona's favor or right. something, you'd be like, whoa, that was not a good game. Right. But the Avs should have, on most nights, you're like, yeah, they're probably up 3-1, 4-1 after the first two periods of this hockey game. It just didn't happen tonight. And, and my other thing, too, is, and, and this is my, yeah, this is my final thought, even had they kind of gotten blown out tonight, yeah, maybe you feel a little bit different, but just reiterating what we've said, it's an 82-game season. You're going to have some stinkers. You're going to have some disappointing losses. Tampa Bay has had disappointing losses each of the last three years when they were setting records in the regular season and winning two back-to-back -back cups. They've had disappointing losses. The 0-1 Avs team had disappointing losses. It's going to happen. Yep. How, how you respond and, and how you get up for the games as they continue to ramp up in meaning is what matters. I, I've written this game off 40 minutes ago. I'm already over. I'm ready to go home. Yeah, we're, I think we're all ready to go home, Chet. So if you want to stew all night and be angry about it like AJ, that's on you. You can go do that. <laughs> I'm going to forget about this. I'm going to wake up tomorrow ready to look at the Avs versus Calgary ready to enjoy my Friday.
So. Nice hoodie, by the way, Blazer. I mean to tell you all night. <laughs> Same to you, bud. Thank you. Thank you. Looking good. Yeah, yeah. You too. I don't, I don't even want to talk Rudo, about you look it. like shit. <laughs> Par for the course, bud. Par for the course. Better than those shorts, though. Hey. So. Uh, we almost made it through two whole shows with neither of you commenting on the shorts. <laughs> it was so such close. an easy target. I know. I didn't I, want well, to and, that's why, and that's why I was, I was like, damn, I can't believe it. And you know what? I brought that on myself. I, 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 shouldn't, have, <laughs> I shouldn't have talked all kinds of shit. <laughs> all right. What was worse? This loss or Jesse shorts? Let us know in the comments. We're going to wrap up this show. Thank you, everyone, for watching, listening, however you consume the prod. We appreciate all of you. Back tomorrow That's to talk comment. NHL goaltenders, probably around the league, the market of the trade deadline and goaltenders. Should be an interesting one just so we can shut all of you up about the goaltender talk, if nothing else. We love you, though. We do. We will talk to you on the next one.